Ladies and gentlemen, after seven weeks of live picking, the judges have called a stop to this contest. And the winner and new for the Atlantic champion, Joe Legend. I think that was great. After a while, I'm saying this is where you put in the crowd noise. You know, the cheers, um, the crowd goes wild. Ah, you know, that kind of stuff. But other than that, here's my frame. In honor of the 2020 season. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live. You know the deal by now. You watch it when you watch it. You listen when you listen. Just listen, please. Third and Atlantic with your host, Joel. No, that's me. Yeah. Big bad over here. And some guy, Ed. Hola, senor. How are you doing, Ed? Yeah, fine. Yeah, good, good. Uh, finally took a day off for this year to recover from Sunday night, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I know most people want to say it, but it was a bit of an underwhelming Super Bowl again. I think past three or four have been a bit underwhelming. Since the Philly-New England game, I think it, they've been quite underwhelming. Now, is that okay? Is that because they are actually really, really underwhelming? Or that Super Bowl was just so good and so hype? Because like, that, that was like the evil empire of, like, f- collapsing. Like, Is there anything better? The one just before that? Which was Atlanta, New England. Okay. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It, we all like 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 it when um, as a neutral when there's lead changes and mm-hmm. there's late game drives and it matters in the fourth quarter. I know we spoke about this a bit off air. Yeah. You felt a bit more confident going into fourth. Like for me, as soon as I got near the end of the third, I'm like, the Chiefs are showing me nothing to think they will turn this back. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bed. Yeah, they were his. Yeah, they were showing you nothing. However, I just feel like like we've been saying this forever. When they want to turn it on, they're able to turn it on. So maybe it was just maybe just weren't clicking. Maybe it was just clicking. But you know, fourth. You know, normally when when people collapse in the fourth, they normally the ones to be like, oh, oh, I guess we have to do something then, and then they actually do it. So that's what I was holding out for. But no, I hear it, that. But the whole game, but, um, <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. only one awesome Chiefs play that was completed, which was the goal line stand. Yeah. Apart from that, there were no amazing plays. I'm like, oh wow, that's a that's a great play, or that was a great scheme, or that was awesome. That was the only bit that was completed. That was yeah. the only bit that was like, oh shit, that was really good. Like, I didn't I think they like were the, to do that, but I feel like the potential was there. Um, but for some reason, people just couldn't catch that day. Like, I don't know what that was about. I don't know why this game it stuck out to me because I was thinking about this even before the missed catches, but. Just looking at players with gloves, maybe because I was watching on like Ultra HD or something, but mm. those gloves just look so sticky. And like seeing everyone with gloves, I know um, there's an ongoing joke, Osio Manuro on the BBC show. He always mentions whenever someone makes an amazing catch, he just says, gloves, like he just hates on it. And he knows he's hating, but it's just funny. Um, and just seeing everyone with gloves made me think, oh, I mean, surely they should be able to catch a couple of those. But... Yep. But not even, you'd think that, but for to catch the ball, you know, your hands have to be in the correct position. Um, and if the ball is coming to you, you would assume it's there and not there. So that it just hits you. In the... How many people got hit in the face mask? 
How many? You're staring at the ball. Close your hands. Even me, as like actually Ricky knows you have to do diamonds to catch the ball. Even oh, me as a rookie knows you have to do diamonds to catch the ball, but you know what? Yeah, you might be right, but you know, I think the problem with that is these amazing catchings, um, catchings, catches have have become routine. Yeah. So like the, like you said, the basic fundamental diamond, look it in, like then maybe the Hall of Famers are right in which they are starting to lose that art because when it comes to it, they're able to do the one hands and the behind the backs, the no looks and all them ones. But a simple look the ball into your hands is hitting multiple people's face masks. So in the most important game of their lives, they would say. So we jumped the gun, the gun a little bit. Um, so we're going to talk a bit about the game and then we'll get into what the future holds for Kansas City and New, and New England. Oh, gosh, I did it. Um, I did it. You did it. Cancel him. What the future holds for Kansas City and Tampa Bay, not New England. Mm-hmm. Um no one cares about New England. Um, they've had their success. They've had their their glory period. Mm. Good riddance. Boston have just been an amazing sports city and had so much success. Let someone else have have some fun. Um, mm. So we're going to review the game and then talk about the two franchises. And speaking of the game, Joel, yep. how so? Yep. I think a lot of us were surprised that it wasn't as high scoring as it was. But then watching the first couple of snaps. With Patrick Mahomes running for his life, like, oh, this may be a long night for him. These tackles aren't holding strong. The interior mm. is getting baffled and mm. they're throwing a couple blitzes. They threw blitzes early, not as much later on. I think after my thinking was after the first need, couple plays. To. Exactly. After yeah. the first couple plays, they're like, hold on. We don't need to blitz to get to the quarterback. These lot, huh? Yeah. And then um, our man, what's his face? Todd Bowles was like, cool, easy, say no more. Cover two, bang, done. Okay, mate, what the... F- he's, he did that beginning there, but what I'm going to say is... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah, yeah. So what I'm going to say is Todd Bowles might have executed the best game plan I have ever seen in my life. Oh, they gave him two weeks and he, I don't, obviously we might, we might have rated him a bit too harshly on his you know, New York Jets stint, but boy, to be able to do that, he said, I'm going to take the best offense people have ever seen in their lives. I think, I don't think that's like a, a foreign concept right now. And I'm going to hold them to zero touchdowns. Zero touchdowns from beginning to end. I'm going to double him. I'm going to double him when it need, when I need to. We're going to play up double teams like this. And we're going to outrun it. Originally, it was, we're just going to put more blitzes in there than your tackles can handle. We're going to put two on there. We're going to have our ends rushing in or and and occupying the blockers, let's say. Still, still trying to beat them. I'm just going to send someone off the edge as well. Then it got to, ah, D-line, do your thing. And we're just going to... Once again, the the first third down, I think it was, that one where they put um, Kelsey and Hill on the same side. Yeah. On the on the left, and the way the double teamed work worked was genius because there were instantly there were four people on that side. Boom! It was only Kelsey and Hill, four defenders. Lovely, and then the way it worked, it was people instead of covering players. They were covering deeps and unders. 
So here, so we're going to rotate it like this to cover the deep, and we're going to rotate it like this to cover the under. So however, whatever route combination you do, yeah, we've got it kind of covered. And from then on, I was like, yeah, this might be done. Obviously, you think, okay, the Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs eventually, but the the way like this, the scheme, you're like these two weeks they've been doing something like they've been working. Cool. So saying all that, great, great game plan. You're expecting the adjustment to come, and for some for an extra wrinkle. Sammy Watkins and Miko Hardman aren't some guys they just picked off the street. They're both capable. But more importantly, yeah. I just didn't understand why they didn't use the run game more. And I was watching the game and thinking, wow, when they actually when they're running, they're actually getting some decent yardage now and then. Like mm-hmm. I don't understand what they're doing. And then I thought maybe maybe I was just imagining it. So I had a look at the stats. I'm like, let me just have a look at what uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire rushing stats were. Nine mm-hmm. carries, 64 yards, seven, seven yards average. I'm like, yeah, that's what it looked like to me when I was watching. I didn't understand why I didn't go to the yeah. run game more, especially if you're lining up, uh, you're lining up a bunch of formations to the left or the right hand side. Yeah, why not run, run it? Run it I think like, I do like, remember, like they've been saying. To be fair, I do yeah, remember yeah. a couple of times they tried some swing passes. To, in fact, I would like some swing swing screen passes. Um, yeah. that obviously turned into Russian attempts and some um, sort of tosses. Mm-hmm. But there was never any power plays or any um, pulling plays from the guards or anything like that. It was just, it was just very vanilla. There was not, there was no run game there that helped, and I was yeah. surprised by that. You, you first, you're not going to do too much um, pulling. I think, I think they assessed their line and were like, yeah, these pulls and all them one kind of ones is a bit. I think we, for the best run game, I think we're going to go zonal. Um, we're gonna do yeah zone zone schemes and just kind of or just kind of head up dives kind of thing, but um, the runs yeah but like they they've been saying that the NFL is an ego league instead of kind of molding to you what the Patriots have been doing have been molding week by week to you know who they're playing against whereas most teams will be like yep yeah, we're good at this this is our best you do your best and we'll see who comes out on top um, and for the Chiefs that's throwing that ball around fifth, almost fifty attempts uh, passing attempts and they were. The only game that they've really run was um, the champion, well, not the, champion, the divisional, the divisional round, in which we, they looked scary to us because they were actually running the ball like consistently, however they wanted for however long they wanted, and it looked scary. But when it comes to this, they were they reverted back to we're the big bad Chiefs and we're a passing team, um, and it didn't work out because that's what that's what the Buccaneers were prepared for, and their defense didn't we didn't think well their defense is great but i didn't think it would match up this perfectly but they knew exactly how to use their strengths and weaknesses and mold it into a way that it hinders the chiefs yeah we'd spoken before about um that we were that we were really worried about the capability of the bucks defense and obviously they proved it especially for their front seven and it seems like they recognize their weakness. Cool, we're not as good on coverage for uh, in our secondary. So let's try and double and then we'll get our front seven to do their job or or to play out their skins, which is what they did. Their front seven was amazing. Mm-hmm. If you're, I'm just thinking from a Kansas City perspective, let's say Andy Reid has got all this in hindsight. How What would he have done to check? What would he have done differently? Would he have maybe, I'm just trying to think like, in what scenario or what changes would Andy Reid have done and, and um, the enemy have done to have had a better game plan? 
would you say that they would use the fullback a bit more to make a couple more run plays? Because I don't remember how many times Sherman was out there. Sherman is their running back. I think it is Sherman. Um, what would they yeah, then maybe the, use the, Kelsey? Um, fullback. Yeah. Maybe used a bit more decoys with Kelsey and Hill. So if you know Kelsey and Hill, are def- that's a red flag for the Tampa defense as soon as they see them. Maybe use other... other. Uh, what could they have done? What do you reckon? I don't... It might be recency bias, but I don't know quick game how how much better you can get because obviously if everything holding holding the ball longer is not an option no it's not they had Patrick Mahomes running left right back every literally every play of that game so there is no way holding the ball longer is an option run it if you can't pass are they really a run blocking line as as they were made up that day constructed together that day are they really run blocking Mm, I mean, it was successful, I guess. Nine, like nine rushes for what, 60 something yards. Um, at 64 yards, and then even Patrick yeah. Mahomes got he, he did well off of um, he was running left, right, yeah, scrambling, yeah. He held on passing plays, they got everyone downfield early, and he was able to pick up third downs just cons- consistently, just running underneath to the third, that first down marker and just running out of bounds. So Whatever they did within that second, I think it's the second really, the second quarter that really um switched up the game. I think defensively, because from then that point on, he wasn't running anywhere. Like there was no way he was getting up, picking up a first down of his legs off. Yes, I do think if Patrick Mahomes is healthy, that would have changed a lot in the running game because he was really effective at rolling out and getting some yardage because not. It wasn't big chunk yardage, but it was always enough, as you mentioned, to get a first down, yeah. like or a considerable amount, seven or eight yards. If he was healthy throughout the whole game, even if the receiver still couldn't catch, that still was able to move them up the field slowly and surely and make the Tampa defense think and have to adjust because they can't have Patrick Mahomes run on every scramble play for six or seven yards. And then that yeah. would have to maybe then one of the middle linebackers. No, but maybe, it stops maybe, in the red zone when there's not enough field. There's not enough field left. So then, if you're scrambling, we're close enough to get to you. But then I'm also thinking from a Chiefs perspective of, okay, Patrick Mahomes is getting all this yardage. Now Tampa have to have one of their linebackers spy or be wary of what Mahomes is doing with his legs. And then mm. one less linebacker gives the gives the receivers one extra defender to worry about. Maybe that's just me not thinking about it. But, uh, the the okay. way... No, no, I think you're Maybe right. Maybe that doesn't make but sense, but... I think... Yeah, no, I think you're right. However, the way that they would approach it, I believe, was instead of using a linebacker to spy, they would use one of the D linemen. Yeah, Ooh. obviously, Ooh. not as fast for the most part. Mm. Not as fast for the most part. However, um, you're tr- you're trying to use as many people in coverage as you can in this in this game yeah. in, for, for the Chiefs. But um, they said if if you because if especially if you're getting to him without much pressure, like you don't. You don't need extra rushes if you're already getting to him. He's already moving. You've already got him off the spot. So have um, Vita Vea um, wreck in the middle like you did. Have the edge rushes, like, have the ends killing it as ed- edge rushes. And then maybe uh, a Sue? Yeah. Or, or I, just I swap, swap it so that it's not, you know, as predictable. But yeah, or have, if you're like, you're a rush, you're a rush lineman in or something like that. But just those, those things, all those like little things, the Bucks seem to have an answer for. Even though there wasn't much adjustment, it didn't look like. Whatever there was, because you would assume they're professionals that there was some adjustment. The Bucks had an answer. 
And L- last thing I want to mention for that. Okay. Thomas Edward Brady. L- last thing I'm going to get to on. on the I don't even side. know if that's his name, but those are two white names I'd feel about. <laughs> wow. Skip always mentions it. Thomas Edward Brady. I think it is. I think it is. Those are like the two white Michael names. Michael Jeffrey thought, Jordan. Think, so. Thomas. I think there's another middle name in there, but I don't care enough. Um, last thing I'll mention on that side of the ball before we get onto the other side for both teams is yep. Patrick Mahomes made some Dwight Goodman throws. Did you see uh, the, the diving throw one was just amazing? And as you mentioned, just yep. the receivers couldn't hold their side of the bargain. Yep. And I mean, if it hits the if it hits your face mask squarely on your on your where your visor is or whatever, you know you should be catching it. And I think the if receivers. You, if you know, can kiss the ball, it should be your ball. Yeah. COVID. Um, I can't remember which QB said it or something. Someone must have said it. If if you can touch the ball, you should be able to catch the ball or something of that nature. We we both know that that's where the game was won and lost. Chiefs offense versus Bucks defense. That's what we felt the key would be. Do you have any more thoughts on Chiefs offense or Tampa's defense before we get onto the other side? We what we have done though, however, is skipped. Um, the kind of obviously it's a Super Bowl, so last game of the year, everyone who's injured suddenly miraculously, you know, doesn't have an injury anymore unless it's like disgusting and they can't move. But suddenly people are able to play through games and da da da. Obviously because it's a Super Bowl, but the Bucks DBs were going through some stuff. One guy's shoulder is pretty much separated. Like, like that was the lead up the lead up to the game was we don't know how he's going to be able to tackle but covering is not going to be the problem um who who's that it was a safety so that's and that was who they so they got the was speed. it winfield because i know he had some injury no, it went, before. Winfield okay. was the other one it was the other one uh, what's the other one it's a double barreled name bloody hell it is let's have a look bunting? Matthew bunting Matthew bunting cool he yeah he was deeply injured before before this um they were Obviously, he was going to play, but when you when you think about people coming back off of injury for this for this one chance, um, being able to play, um, fulfill their things like he they're not covering. You're not coming to the game off of the injury list to play like the Jags. Right, that's not who you're playing. You're playing the best of <laughs> you're playing the best offense in the league. Like. You are covering some ridiculous guys. Kelsey, even though he's still got over 100 yards. Hill, um, Hardman, all them men that are moving around. You are covering some of the fastest people on this earth. Most of those Kelsey's, Kelsey yards were gar- garbage yards. They, they came in 100%, but he still got them. Yeah. But it's funny how they went. They finally went to who we knew they should have gone to when the game was already lost. Yeah, I think Tampa that. were playing a little bit off as well. All right, cool. Let's just play deep. We don't want to give up any of the big a, a little bit off. A little bit off. <laughs> the guy had so yeah. much daylight. Yeah. Oh, but man, like, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Top balls. You know, cap off to you. You might be. Um, you might be a head coach again very soon. But that was. Oof. They always tend to say head at. Um, Coordinators are more excellent. No, it's head coach is leader of men. It's okay if you're not a good head yeah. coach and a better coordinator. It's, it's, it's okay. You don't have to be a great head coach if you can still do your yeah, job well. But sometimes don't don't be put in a toxic place. You know, if yeah. if the place isn't good, regardless of whoever yeah. they hire, maybe it's not the coach or the 
coordinator's faults. Maybe it's not that. And maybe he's now better prepared for a head coaching job because he knows what happened before and he's now able mm. to adjust. And he sees now, working with Andy Reid, he sees Andy Reid as a head coach differently to when he yeah. did previously being a coordinator without any like head coaching how, experience. And, and we, know, we know there's like a bump with certain coaches like McVeigh um, and some others I've really forgotten. But Andy Reid was one of them. Um, and and Bruce Arians, obviously, he's got a, his own coaching tree and all that. Belichick, kind of um, yeah. Shanahan. So quite ben, but Belichick's isn't really as <laughs> Belichick's coaching tree. He he himself, amazing coach, but his coaching tree terrible. But um, but yeah, like those um, kind of things. Like his, his coaching like, tree is a catfish. He's like the root and all the branches oh, just absolutely the biggest catfish. The absolute biggest catfish. I think that proves. Okay, obviously there's Tom Brady, but he did everything coaching-wise. I think that's what that kind of shows. But that's for another day. So let's look at the other side of the ball. We have got the Kansas defense versus the Tampa offense. Um, Just the Kansas defense, my God, did they just not show up? The amount of like... No, 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 no. I'm I'm not going to have that. You can bring up the penalties, but... 90% 90% of them were fine. They they no, caused their own. I'm gonna I'm hundred percent gonna bring up the penalties because what you don't know about the GOAT is being part of the GOAT is being able to manipulate the rules and the calls in your favor. It's not just playing well. It, Tom Brady, I I really like I, I I accepted it like in this game, and there was one play in particular because obviously throughout the years. People complain about, you know, the referees giving Brady this and giving Brady that. Miles Jack was not down. Miles Jack was not there down. We go. Carry on. So, pe- so people com- people complain about him. I-, I agree with you on that one. But what he did, especially... So, the the I'll, t- I'll tell you the one. Tyron Matthew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the in, the t- the in, in the two minute. In the two minute. Yeah. Two minute before before um, half time, they're you know getting the chunk plays on the field. Two big penalties. One of them he has nothing to do with. He just chucks the ball down, and the guy trips up Mark Evans. Yeah, I just I was like, what the fuck? Breland, of course, there's gonna be a pi. Breland, like, tri- <laughs> Breland trips up Mark Evans. Like that's I don't know. I I hear that you tripped, but that doesn't stop this from being pi. <laughs> I hear that it doesn't stop it. Cool. But the next one, they have 13 seconds left. Yeah. Yes. Everyone is covered. And he froze the ball over yeah. whose head? Was it, it was Mike Evans again, wasn't it? It was one of the bigger... See, I have Gronk or Mike yeah. Evans, but I don't think Gronk would have gone, he, gone up that field that far. Yeah. The ball was not catchable at all. But what he did do was throw it directly over the head. Mm. And more importantly was the timing of that throw. He waited till... Because Ty- obviously Tyron Matthew plays off safety, but he's still in that box where yeah. you can put your hands on the receivers. So Brady just throws it over his head. As soon as the ball is in the air, that becomes pass interference or, or holding. I forgot what one it was. Pass interference? I think it was pass interference. I don't think it was holding. So because, because he threw it directly over his head, it became pass interference. That was when I knew the GOAT. He is the GOAT because it's not just about how you play in X's and O's. He knew the exact rule. It's about being savvy. And the play was dead. Yeah. Yeah. The play was dead. If he throws it into the ground, if he tries to scramble, if he tries to um, if he tries to run for it, the clock is done. Yeah. He knew at that precise moment, I need to throw it over this guy's head. He is not going to catch the ball, but we are going to get a penalty for this in the end zone. So now we're on the one with a fresh down. 
Yeah, forcing the refs to make a call. Yeah. I mean, yeah. also, it's not like the, the Chiefs had seen the the Bucks do this before. I don't know, what, two weeks ago? It's not mm. like they, they may have mm. seen something like this happen to uh there, there were some suspicious ones. And what I'm saying is how is how I've I thought players weren't allowed to run the field and taunt other players. That's what I thought. Yeah, they, they did get a penalty for that, but it was not enough to get a first down. Oh no, it was after the play. It was after the play. No, but I'm saying the Chiefs, the Chiefs did it to Brady. I believe. Yeah. What was the play? Oh, they do. They did it to someone. They did the taunting. They did the. Um, it was. Uh... Is this a previous game or was this? On no, this is the same game. Same game. So it happened. They didn't run the field, but um, they. What was the call? It wasn't taunting, but it was. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Unsportsmanlike, unsportsmanlike conduct. Yeah. So they they got they, he got help. Chris Jones. Man got punched in his head. He punched. Well, he pushed the guy back. He he got the flag. I, it is what it is. Yeah, we I love all that know shit. The person, yeah, we all know the person uh, retaliating is gonna get the flag called on them. I hear that, but guess what? Now, if we that exact same thing happened when Brady ran the field to Huddy Badger and started taunting his face, somehow that was on the Chiefs. How that did they was... call that on the Chiefs? Okay, yeah, that um, unsportsmanlike conduct. The, the second, one, so the first one. Um, that was funny because he just gave him an old shove, like everyone just gives a little shove. But then the Chiefs got no, but that was well after the, the whistle. Head. That was yeah, but no, well, but the Chiefs got well over the whistle. You can't do that in the head. Like we all know, you can't do that either on the head. Man, also, get off me! Get your hands off me when the whistle blows. But you know, don't those, touch me. That's a five out of ten call. The Chiefs guy came back with a six or seven out of ten call, and I just like that was just pure shit houseery. The Tyron Matthew one, I do agree with you. Um, I think that was a bit too much. Everyone's yapping in the Super Bowl. Like, it's it's just, there's so much intensity there. Maybe you can say the same no, thing. But more importantly, incident, if, but... if if literally anyone else on that field ran the length of the pitch to taunt in someone's face or get in someone's face, they call the flag on that person. They didn't run literally them. everyone they but Tom Brady. They were there. They were there. Tom Brady, as slow as he is, ran the whole entire pitch to the guy. No, he did that makes not. no sense. He did not. Okay, not the whole pitch, but he ran enough. It felt like the whole pitch of how slow he moves. We've all Come seen his on. forty. We've all seen his forty. Um, With that being said, Tom Brady's my goat now, man. Just he's the, my, the Chiefs goat. DBs were had a, had an awful day. The Chiefs DBs had an awful day, holding on every play. It felt like the receivers were just getting what they want. Uh, my boy Godwin didn't get as much as I thought he would, but yeah. we saw we saw a early two thousands or late. Early 2010 Gronkowski make an appearance, mm. which was a sight hey. to behold. Hey. <laughs> and uh, rookie Leonard Fournette made an appearance as well. Big Fournette, you've had a new playoff Fournette. No, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for playoff the guy. Larry. Like, I do think he still holds a bit of animosity to mm. the organisation for the way things were handled and what happened with Tom Conflin and his contract. Mm. But... No, feel happy for him. No, he did what he had to do, and I think one of the narratives that have gone after the victory has been how the three players who scored a touchdown for the Bucks were all Brady players or players that Brady wanted, and players that weren't there at the beginning of the year. Yes, yes. Until Brady signed. Um. So this will be actually quite interesting to see now how how what this does to the team building in the future when they do get an older franchise quarterback. Let's say, for example, Aaron Rodgers moves somewhere else. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon the organization would be like if Aaron Rodgers is like, "Hey, I want to bring A, B, and C, and to win the Super Bowl. I need to bring A, B, like just like Tom Brady did. I need A, B, and C. They're not going to cost mm-hmm. that much. I just need them to come with me. 
I think organizations may be like, you know what? Yeah, let's trust your judgment. Or do you reckon that's a completely different conversation because it's Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady? I think people people will want to play. Because we see in the NBA, we see a yeah. lot of veterans that I wouldn't say ring chase, but sometimes yeah. will take less money to be on a championship team because they know how to start a player and chance to win. What was it? Uh, David West took a... Re- a ridiculous pay cut to be in the Warriors to get a ring, which credit to him, he did mm-hmm. it, made it, made money for himself and ended up getting a ring. But yeah. how would that translate into the NFL? Would be quite interesting, I reckon. Yeah, I think well, people have been doing it with Brady for years. That's something we now know. We know people have been doing it forever. Yeah, so no problem. Would they do it with Rogers? He doesn't necessarily have. He's an amazing player. Mm-hmm. I think one of the. I think he's the best. Or he, for a long time, he was actually the best QB. Yeah. Let's say, or the most talented, I should say. Yeah. But it, ne- it, ha- it hasn't turned out to winning rings. What we do know is that yeah. now, at least coaches will listen to Brady. That's what we know now. What we, what we hope is that they will listen to Aaron Rodgers. That's what we hope. But we know that they listen to Brady. Yeah. So if people come in, we know if Brady says, go out and get this guy, the GM will actually listen. With Rogers, what we do know is Rogers would go and say, go out and get that guy. And then the GM will give them a low ball offer. And then now that guy ain't coming. A couple of Brady things that I know everyone's talking about all the stats that he's, or all the new records he's broken and everything he's achieved throughout his career. A couple of things that I haven't really see, seen anyone mention, I just wanted to look into. I was actually quite intrigued to see how many turnovers he had in the Super Bowl in his total Super Bowl game. So in this 10 games, Joel, can you guess how many turnovers he's had? <laughs> or let's say interceptions. I didn't look at fumbles or anything like that. I just looked at interceptions. It's going to be something... I think it's going to be like something like two. It's actually six. Um, but only one has come in a loss in his three losses. So in his seven victories, he's had five. Quite so in order to win, he, and he has to throw interceptions? <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't on Sunday. Um yeah, but that was, he couldn't if he tried. Mate. No one in the Chiefs was catching the ball. I think in those seven games, three he had inception of three, so he had like two, two and one, I believe. Yeah. So that was just one thing that I just want to, because I just want to know how, because they always say like in the bigger games, turnovers count as double, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Those analogies they use, I just want to see what the numbers were. Uh, on Sunday, he also had his highest QB rating for a Super Bowl game as well. Um, and it's man, actually, he diced he diced up that game, man. He actually diced up that game. And funny, guess where that ranks all time though? His Super Bowl, his passer rating, it's pretty pretty low, isn't it? Like ninth all time mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. So it wasn't necessarily like one of the best passing games. Ever. I think Phil Sims <laughs> had like eighty eight percent completion. Yeah. One of the Giants' victories. It's something. Uh, it, it doesn't. I don't know how to word it to make it sound like correct, right? But. For some reason, once you get Brady to the Super Bowl, he's amazing, but he doesn't seem to be the best fixture. You get what I mean? Like, people play better around him that not necessarily he has anything to do with. So, like, a defense will step up. The coaches put in a game plan that actually works. They, they, They somehow know their players. So we're now getting to the in, the intangible bits, and this is where it can get a bit grey and just yeah. making up stuff. So I think 
part of it could be because he's been there now so many times it's just like it's an under suddenly for him i think one of the funny things i saw was like tom brady's kids go to the super bowl like it's just thanksgiving it's like just what they do every year they know that it's just they're going to the super yearly trip to grandpa's yeah (laughs) um and part of it is just for tom brady it's just another game it's just like any other game it's just another game and i think we hear Mm -hmm. that carbon presence in the locker room they talk about arousal levels and peak performance with regards to arousal, uh, arousal not being too high and not being too low. Mm-hmm. And you compare that to the Chiefs, who you're assuming they would have been level-headed, but watching them play all the unnecessary penalties and the poor decision-making, you're like, wait, are they calm? Like, What is going on here? It doesn't feel the same. So bring it back to Brady, where he can keep his team level-headed and everyone assured and relaxed. It seems like the pressure or the arousal levels for the opposition or anxiety levels isn't at the optimal point. Who did the Chiefs play in the AFC Championship last year? Last year, it so uh No, it wasn't the Ravens. It was... She was good. Oh, Tennessee, I think. That answers a lot of questions. Why? They, so they didn't make... The Pats didn't make it to... Or they because they got, beat, they got beat by Tennessee. That answers a lot of questions. So I was, I was literally going to be like, who, um, like, because obviously they didn't do it last year. Last year they played a great game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what's the in question? the Super Bowl. Oh, in the Super in Bowl. In the Super Bowl, they, they, played, they played great last year. San Francisco, but San, San Francisco, they just didn't have. Yeah, but they played well. You get what I mean? Like, yeah. they, they didn't they, play once well. in the fourth quarter. They didn't tell well, play once in yeah, the fourth quarter. That's true. But you'd think, okay, so at least they've been there before. Whether they did a slow start or not, like they've been there before. Uh, we hear it's a bit different this year, but overall, like we've been to the Super Bowl and we've won one. So, guys, let's, you know, let's. It's, let's the, let's I think part. it's just more the defense, the defense, because. Actually, even say, even no, no, say the offense didn't look that good. Yeah, the, the offense looked far from yeah. normal, far, very far from normal. But yeah. when when you say that, you're now you're not playing against like obviously there's a Super Bowl, and then there's playing against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Like there's there's a difference. There's a difference. Like wh- before the game, you would have said that the San Francisco defense of last year was better than Tampa, Tampa defense in this year. I'll assume majority of people would have potentially said that, but overall, yeah. Now you're looking at actually the Tampa defense looked amazing, but maybe part of it was because the Chiefs just weren't there, and we underestimated, underestimated, underestimated the impact of the overall line. I mean, we we love to champion the O line and D line in the show. Maybe we didn't look at it as well as we thought we should. Well, have. But that being, but I think it, Tom, uh, not Tom, Pat um, didn't miss too many throws. I would say from nothing, not that I can remember, but he he didn't look off. He, like, yeah, no, he didn't have the opportunity look, to make many throws either. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't look he didn't look the best he's ever made. Obviously, he was always on the move and all that, but part of his game is being on the move, and his throws did not look terribly off. Like, so where do we go from here? Well, I guess I tried to keep on talking about the the Chiefs' offense. Last thing I want to mention actually, the Chiefs' offense just popped up in my head. I'm surprised there wasn't any plays where there was just a wide open Chiefs receiver. There was nothing schemed or there was nothing done to make a wide open receiver. Maybe they just played zone coverage at the right time to avoid anything like that. But mm. I'm just surprised nothing like that happened. So maybe credit to Tampa. But moving it back to Tampa offense and Chiefs defense. 
credit to all the Chiefs players, uh, receivers and the O-line for holding up. I, I think Brady may have only got sacked a couple of times and didn't have to roll out the pocket or make any movements like that. He, he did get sacked, though. He, a couple of times. Sacked. He got sacked a couple of times. Um, yeah. I think it was very early on. Um, and when they when they locked in, they locked in, though. Like, I, I, the first quarter was very slow, but when, once they once they got rolling, it was done. I also felt that having a immobile quarterback right now in the NFL, that's a dinosaur. Like you can't have an immobile quarterback in the NFL because defenses are just too good. And the only way you're able to be dynamic is if you can roll out or move with your legs. Mm. That's the way to be dynamic. That's what the modern offense is. Watching the Super Bowl made me think, oh, shoot. Maybe you don't need it. Maybe you can just have a pocket quarterback. No, you can... don't get sucked into that. Yeah, don't maybe. get sucked yeah. into that. That is Tom Brady. Do not get, do not let yourself get sucked in. You and all these GMs that were looking at them should not get sucked mm-hmm. into it. Unless your guy is Tom Brady. Unless your guy is Tom Brady, he needs to be able to move. Tom is a little different because in the in the pocket, he can move though. In in those, in that four by four, six by six, however you however you measure it, he he moves his feet, shuffles his shoulders, squirms and does all them body movements to skip skip the rush. If all else fails, he will he will take a knee and drop down, not get hit. So he will live, right? So this when he got hit, when he got there was one hit. I think was it Chris Jones? Someone licked him, like boom. And I was like, that is the hardest I've seen Tom Brady get hit in years. In a while. Yeah, in years, and it wasn't a flag. So. I was surprised that that happened. But with that being said, if anyone else is a statue in there, you're getting hit. OC, I mean, you're mentioned on the BBC broadcast. Obviously, he won the Super Bowl against Tom Brady playing for the Giants D line, playing on the Giants mm-hmm. D line. He said that Tom Brady doesn't like pressure from the middle because he doesn't. He's not comfortable rolling out the pocket if the pressure does come in the middle. Mm-hmm. Again, Chiefs weren't able to cause that sort of pressure. But again, we like to champion the the both lines. Credit to the O-line for keeping Tom upright and creating those yep. le- those lanes for Fournette and creating those extra seconds so he can bounce out to the edges Boy, and get some extra yards. Boy, they were running. Fournette, playoff Larry. You were trying to bury him last I week. I never buried playoff him. Larry. Oh. Just because he hurt you and your Jags, he, he knew didn't hurt. He no, was like, I understand why he, he left. Said, I'm not gonna do, he said, I'm not going to do anything for your trash team, but I'm gonna, for, but for Tom Brady, I'll do it. Why? Why? So... All this you're saying, why did no one trade for him? Because he was on the trade block. Every, everyone had the opportunity to take him. We would have taken a seventh, sixth round yeah, off yeah. him. Why didn't anyone yeah. take him? He, he got people, picked up on waivers. One, I think one, because people people thought other people weren't going to pick him up. The, but we're forgetting. No, 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 uh, I'm not having this. No, no, no. no this no. was not the same listen, energy when Fournette was about to be traded. Listen. Why didn't the Steelers give up a seventh round? We would have taken a seventh round. We would have taken a sixth because round. Because, like you said, you got him off waivers. They got him off waivers. We want him on waivers. If we don't have to give any you anything, we want him on waivers. It was like eighteen. This is this that isn't the just about on the waivers. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, but this is this isn't just about you know your skill, and we'll give you this for it. Yeah, we're playing. We're, we're we're not only playing your GM. We're trying to play everyone else's GM. So we're trying to get your talent for as cheap and as little cost to us as we can get it. But if you really so, thought on the guy, a seventh rounder, just to be secure, you would have got him. But no one, no one, no one wanted him. So I'm not having that. To be fair, people, I don't want the people, narrative to be changed. Yeah. People give off seven round, seventh rounders for a lot less. So I hear what you're saying on that, but I feel like they were they thought he was going to clear waivers so they can. You're get just him trying to get me fired up, but that ain't going to work. Um, but <laughs> I, person, I, I am genuinely pleased for the guy. 
the, the person I don't know if I'm pleased for, but like I said, I'm very happy it happened. AB. AB. Yeah. AB. I'm as a player, as a player, forget everything else, as a player. I miss seeing that guy in my uniform. <laughs> he is a phenomenal talent. Phenomenal. Have you heard that apparently he still ran the wrong route on his touchdown? AB don't that, do no routes. He just does do TDs. You, do, you, do, you, do you know the connection you have to have with your guy? And Tom Brady, the faith he has to have in AB for him to run the wrong route and for him still to get thrown the ball? Imagine they must have just had like a playoff Donnie's meeting. So the guys who've actually won games in the playoffs. So for yeah. that, uh, Gronk mm-hmm. and AB and AB, Thomas, we're yeah. like, all right, cool. Right. This Godwin and Evans, like, we'll just let him have like a couple, one, two pieces. Fine. But like us big boys, we know what we need to do. All right, Leonard, you know what he needs to do. Save yourself for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Save yourself for the Super Bowl. Join the players, you know, we'll give them. We know what's going on here. Cool. AB, we got this elite partnership. We sort of, we know what each other thinking. But on the AB point, credit to him i mean i've been like obviously when we've spoken about ab we've been a big critic of him just sort of stuff that he's done off the field etc but credit to him he's just been silent nothing has come out maybe things have been going on in the background that we just don't know about credit to the Steelers for years no one knew what was going on and he's he's been doing he was doing a madness um but i'm really pleased for him and glad he's got he got his come up come up and with tampa um yeah it's it's nice for him think about it he Fought his way out of every bad situation. I'm free. That he put himself I'm free. Out. Like he ran from the Steelers to go to the Raiders. That was he one saw of that the Raiders. Yeah, he saw the Raiders weren't going to do anything. So what does he do? He starts fights. Get out, gets out of there. He goes to the Pats. He looks around the Pats. And like, mm, you guys are on the decline. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start attacking the owner. He's out of there. Now I think Tom Brady told him, brother, like AB, AB. Do what you want to do this season. Get out of here because don't sign a long thing because I'm out at the end of the season. Cool. I'm going to meet you where I'm at. Did Bruce Arians, the first thing, say we are not touching AB? AB's not our kind of guy. AB, Tom Brady said he's our kind of guy. You're getting AB. Two weeks later, signed. Okay, not two weeks later, but you get you got your dream. Yeah. And did you not catch Super Bowl pass? Did he, was he not vital in the year? Even though he wasn't on the field the whole time, like we used to seeing him. He's 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 a guy. He, I I don't know how long he's going to stay around, because he's he's going to be a number one again for a team. Oh, that's a stretch. How old is he now? I think he's 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 the number one. He's the number one. Last bit on this, Antonio Brown Lopez. He's thirty-two. He's thirty-two. Um, last bit in the San Antonio Brown Love Fest. When I realized that, oh shit, this is the guy, the guy was that 2018 year when we played you lot twice and in mm. the um, in the divisional game. When the AB that game was incredible, AJ Bouye was on him like glue, but he was mm-hmm. still able to make these unbelievable catches. And I'm there just like, I mean, I can't chat shit because Bouye is right there and Jalen is right there and they can't do anything. And I was like, this guy is unbelievable. Um, some of the catches he made that year as well, toe drag swag off the chains, Tony Toe Tap. He is tough. To go. He, I'm telling you, he's going to be a number one. Think about all these young QBs that are coming in or that are already here that need weapons. You're telling me someone ain't going to 
Is it someone going to splash him a little cash? He would have to go to a veteran QB, maybe uh, maybe down in uh, Wisconsin. Why would he go to a veteran QB? Because we're going to give him to what? Josh Allen? I reckon he'll run all over Josh. He has, it has to be a QB where AB respects like the fullest. The only one is Brady. That has been shown. Yeah. You reckon now all these older receivers that may be cut sooner or later, maybe AJ Brown might be released sooner or later, or maybe Julio might be released sooner or later. They may be like, Tom Brady might get him on the bed. I'll be like, hey, uh, fancy, fancy winning your chip? Come over here to Florida. I don't think he'll take Julio, you know? Why not? I think it just would keep Mike Evans for that kind of thing. I guess he's Tom, a bit of a Tom Brady hybrid. likes... Tom Brady likes the the weapons. Like he likes the the vast majority of weapons. He doesn't want Julio a couple of a the weapon? same guy. No, no, you know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't want a couple of the same weapon. He wants every gun out there. Every type of gun, he wants one of them. Imagine as a DB though having to cover Gronk, Evans, and Julio. <laughs> Just get run over. <laughs> that is some lineup. That'll be a fun lineup. You know, you know the ones where you just like in the, in the middle of the week, just waking up at night. It's just you're just standing there and you're just like daydreaming about. And you start getting like, shivers. Like the um, like the Zion video with the little white kid who's clapping, who's clapping against him. People need to be careful what they wish for. They always talk about yeah, yeah, we like to go against the best, we like to be up against the best. People need to be careful what they wish for, man. Um, all this fun fantasy stuff. Uh, we'll get we'll get into that a bit later when we talk about the teams in the future. Last thing, do you have any? Lo- any last? Actually, I'll probably say yeah. this thing. Then I'll let you have the final word. Obviously, yeah. being the remember, 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 we have to we have to look at our we have to look at the bets. Oh, I didn't get any of it. Just because it was so low scoring, I didn't get any of that. Oh, you didn't get any. No. I got one. Did you? I got Which one. one. Which one was it? <laughs> was this the one? I got Chiefs four plus players to have one rushing attempt. Was that one of them? Yeah, I only looked at the ones that we put on our social media. I didn't look at the other no, ones. No, 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 no. After the ones that we were talking about. Oh, QB to have uh, ten plus yards rushing. Wasn't it both? No, no, no. Only one. Then. Only one. Then. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I had to win. Got to do anything. Yeah, four Chiefs to have one rushing attempt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see it. Fifty-seven plus match points. Do you know how peak that is? Do you know how high scoring this game was meant to be? Oh, that oh, is. It was um, for it to be a, a run longer than 10 yards. And Patrick Mahomes had an 11-yard run. Okay. Aren't you lucky that, 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 he, that he was on third and 11? I mean, I anticipated that he may have to be doing, he might have to be doing quite a bit of scrambling, but I forgot, how, yeah. I didn't anticipate how much of a burden the turf toe was going to be. Yeah. Um, so, Do you know what my, my second bet was though, Chiefs to win, Mahomes Super Bowl MVP, Kelsey two, and Kelsey two touchdowns. If I just flip that, if I just oh, flip if, that, but if side, my grandma had we always get the fuck out of here. If That's I betting. just flip that, it. yeah, I know I missed that, but if I just flipped it and had the foresight to not bet against Tom Brady, I think I would have hit most of these. That's the problem. Anyway, I still um, did it for the wrong team. So I'm going to talk about a little bit from Jack's perspective because a couple interesting storylines. Um, the uh, Bucks backup QB, Mr. Blaine Gabbert. Hey, who would have thought he would have won a Super Bowl for a team in Florida? Too bad it wasn't Jacksonville and it was, in fact, Tampa Bay. And their offensive coordinator, the boy Brian Lefwick, who's also 
a QB down in Duval County, who also just won a Super Bowl ring with a team in Florida, not named Jacksonville. So I just wanted to highlight those two things from a Jags perspective. Which is, well, no. So there were three Jags. Oh, there, there was more as well. There was Jadon Mickens, who was our punt returner and kickoff returner during our Saxonville year. He's also, pardon? Yeah, four. four. Yeah, I'm not sure if there's any more in the VEP chart, but those are the ones that I know automatically off the top of my head. So what you're saying is people need to start searching for Jags players. To, no, but I, 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 just want to, I just want to mention it. Byron Leffert didn't do it. No, Byron Leffert didn't they do should. Byron Leffert didn't you do it. No, question, yeah. As, as a backup QB, do you take pride in the Super Bowl? All I know is at the end of the day, I'll be walking out there with fucking jewellery. What I'm saying? That's what I'm... I was, I was saying, I'm, obviously, I'm, I'm, you're, we're inclined to say no now. But if we were the back, if we were that QB, if we were the backup QB, yeah, do you know how much I did? I was part of the scout. I was pretty much a coach, you know, to my guy. I was looking at everything. <laughs> what? And I guess also back in the day, you could like just chat bullshit because there's no, I guess there is videotape, but there isn't like the whole game. You can't, for example, go you back know. and, I'm not sure if you can go back and watch the whole game. You could be like, yeah, I had like 20 snaps and I got like 300 yards and I can't know how much they'll fat check it. But now we've seen the game. We see all the highlights. You can't chat shit yeah. about what you did and didn't do, but oh, they, they right. don't care. Who had the most receiving yards last year? It wasn't Hill. Uh, you, you, you can't even say for sure if it's Hill or Kelsey no. or if it was someone else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What were you going to say, sorry? Um, I was going to say uh, Tyrod Taylor has one. With who? With the Ravens. Uh-huh. They drafted him. He was, he was the backup QB when Flacco did his thing. That would be a good quiz. Who were the backup QBs for all the Super Bowl winning teams? Yeah. Nick Foles was one. Not Nick Foles. Yeah, but then because Wentz was toxic, that's when he got he got subbed out and well, he was injured even. But he Wentz, was a backup QB. Wentz was a, no, but I mean he, he wasn't a backup he QB in the Super Bowl game. In the Super Bowl game. Yeah, that's that that was a bit hard because no one cares about them. But who, Nick who was, Foles, the ultimate backup. Who was Foles' backup? Was that two thousand? Brian Hoyer, I'm pretty sure, was a couple of them. Yeah, Not was Foles, but a couple of Brady's ones. Didn't um what's his face? Uh, was Jacoby it Sudfield? Brissett. Was it Sudfield? Let me check. Wasn't Jacoby Brissett the um, uh, then Jacoby Brissett had a couple with New England under Brady. Garoppolo did Garoppolo did Jacoby Brissett oh. was um, was after that. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy does have a couple. I do remember that. Gosh, I completely forgot JJ was on the Eagles as well. What yeah. Um, it has to be Sudfield. It was Sudfield. So that was 2017. Let me quickly just double check. Then you get that roster up. Yeah, Nate Sudfield. There we go. How many rings does he have? Did he have it? Did um, he have any more? Oh no, he was just in Washington before then. No, it was one. Um. Anywho, we'll fucking get rid of that. Yeah, so, um, so that, that's just the last thing I want to say from uh, just just yeah. just some really random storylines from Jack's perspective. All these random players getting rings. Don't break against Brady. He is the go. He he officially has more Super Bowl rings than every team. That is how mad that is. That's ridiculous. And and we've we've seen him. Like I've the NFL. Are you not embarrassed <laughs> that one guy who's got more rings than every other organization? How shit does that make your league? That one guy yeah. is better than every other organization. Are yeah. you not embarrassed? Do you not need okay, to make so it when... harder? When I started watching the NFL, 
and I started watching. The Steelers had five Super Bowls. They had they had just won their six. They, they, as in, they were they, the season. I became a fan and seriously followed it. They became, they won a Super Bowl, so they had their six. Yeah, they became the team with the most Super Bowls. Yeah. Whole organization in history. So in all I have the seen, elite teams they've had yeah. in history. I have seen, I have seen the Patriots come up. I have seen an organization win their first, and now I have seen. A single player has more Super Bowls than every entire organization, including the team I followed who had more than every other organization. And he was not not like a backup. He wasn't riding the bench. He wasn't just there while they happened. He, for the most part, is the, the main reason why this organization and himself have seven Super Bowls. His six, Super Bowl, six Super Bowl MVPs. Like this, in in terms of actually sitting down and watching greatness day in, day out, like this, obviously it's a bit different, but isn't this what the people that watched Jordan felt? Yeah. Like they hated him, they did it and blah, 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 because he wasn't on their team. But we are literally watching history and greatness like in front of us. It's main, weird. The main difference is that with Jordan, he did it within the within a specific time period. He won what? Yeah. Six in six. Six of an eight. So six plus two is eight. So he won six in an eight-year time period. Yeah. Because the two in the middle, obviously, it was when Houston won it with Hakeem when he was out. Yeah. When he was out, yeah. And but then Brady has done what was it? Seven in yep. 20 years. And three yeah. different decades. Three different decades. And he actually went a decade without winning one. Uh, not a decade, but over like 10 years. He went a long time without it was, winning it one. Was pr- it was very long. It was very, yeah, very long. without. It was close to a decade without winning When he one. was like 37, he'd only had three. And he won three after turning 37. He won three after turning 37. Yes. yes. When people, people retire at 37. People leave the league of old age at 37. He's either the luckiest guy, there was... <laughs> just the luckiest guy, or yeah. There was one meme that broke broke down. He's really had has had three Hall of Fame careers. Oh yeah, in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Brady has enough in his locker to be three separate Hall of Fame. He wasn't a Pro Bowler this year. No, the year that we we no. com- the year that we confirmed that he was the greatest of all time. He wasn't even a pro bowler. Think about that. So he was an all-decades team in the 2000s, all-decades team in the 2010s. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon? Does he make need? the next all-decade team? Does he make it? Does he <laughs> stay long enough to make it? Needs... We're going to call it right now and there. No <laughs> waffling. Does he make the all-decade team for the 2020s? We remember this 10 years from now. Um, so the people are definitely going to make it. Patrick Mahomes... Trevor Lawrence, everyone else is just up for discussion. So those are the two that will definitely make the all-decade Trevor team. Lawrence? Yeah, yeah Trevor without, Lawrence. Without yeah. a single down in this NFL, okay. Uh, they said that the same about Ryan Leaf, I'm pretty sure. And you know how that turned out. I don't know, I'm chat shit. Um, I, I don't know, I think he would need... <laughs> if he gets one more Super Bowl and two Super Bowls in the 2020s... If he gets two more Super Bowls, do they, do they stop playing football and say we've made it? No, there's no point carrying on. 
they switched to the proper football. Yeah, they like every, but then they shut down the league and be like, it will never be as great as it is now. They switched to the proper football and then they're like, oh shit, this guy called Messi and Ronaldo are winning everything. But this is the same thing. Let's just go back to American football. It's yeah. exactly the same thing. <laughs> Let's spend a little less than an hour on the next two subjects. Uh, firstly, let's quickly just talk about Let's talk about Kansas, Kansas City moving forward. So we discussed this previously. Kansas City, currently I believe they've got 45 players on the contract. In 2022, they will have 23. So still a large chunk of players on the contract. They may need a couple extra players. Um, but yeah, they're, they're stuck for this team for about another year. Then they may need to go through a bit of a rebuild. Because Kelsey's getting a bit older, Hill needs to get paid. He may take a little bit less. I'm assuming he will. Maybe he also understands he wouldn't necessarily be the player he is without Patrick Mahomes. We'll see what happens. What would you see in the future for the Chiefs? Where, where do you think they'll draft this year? Players. Or, who, who do you think? For, um, who? I don't know that far down. No, what position? Uh, what position do you reckon? Because I think they they can definitely do some help in the secondary. I think they got secondary O line. Yeah, secondary O line. Because um, just because they don't know if um, Big Man's coming back, their doctor. So um, obviously he's out. For, he's out for COVID reasons. He's out actually fighting um, in in uh, in the hospitals. So I'm not sure if he comes back next season. So they'll need. Do they? I think they need a guard. Obviously, I'm hoping that they they they're hoping that their tackles come back. Um, and are uninjured. Um, but yeah, it's a rough, it's a rough sitch. Like, I think for the most part, if it was me, I'd stay. I don't, don't need to get paid much because you're, you're with Mahomes. There's a lot of endorsement money outside of the NFL right now. Um, so it's not like, oh, we need to do it for a money thing. You're literally doing it because your skills are that much. Now, the question is, do you take pay cuts for Super Bowls? Because you don't need to. Do you want to? And I don't think we can answer their mindset come the time. Like if they could see themselves, like Brady, like Mike Evans already said, Brady's staying. I can take pay cuts to keep some of the guys yeah. around yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If everyone's, we don't know who's motivated by money. Like we don't know everyone's situation. Like what, how much of their like family or immediate circle are they paying for to live? You get what I mean? Does Tyreek stay? Does that mean? Previously, I comes... think he should. Yeah, he definitely brings another element to that to the Chiefs' offense. And previously, mm. from from what I've hit, what I've heard in discussions from ex players who have won Super Bowls, the narrative has been when you do win a Super Bowl, everyone thinks it's because of them. And mm. not necessarily yep. saying we'll get big to the boots, but they think, oh, it's because of me, and I need to get paid. And with that sort of mentality, people then go to other teams and teams are willing to pay that premium for a player who's won the Super Bowl saying, hey, this guy will change the culture here. He's a winner. That's always thrown around. He's a winner. He's won a Super Bowl, so yeah. automatically he becomes a winner. Um, They've all been winners. They've been winners their whole lives. Exactly. They get to the NFL, now they lose. Yeah, That's all I don't like. The whole, oh, he's a winner, he's a loser. Like the, mm. Most of them are winners. There's a reason why they're in the position they are. Um, yeah. But, that, and now it seems the narrative is going, you know, I'm willing to sacrifice a bit more to carry on mm. winning or to be in a situation where we can win. Yeah. So I think there's a bit of a shift. There. I'm not sure how the Bucks will handle it with players, but you're saying with the Chiefs, you reckon that they will... 
I think they, they will, I think they'll stick together because they did last year, even with even they had like Hill and and Kelsey um, extended their contracts last season. Like we were saying, we don't, we don't know how the money. Wo- we, we were saying we don't know how the money is working because they should be well over the cap, but they did it in a way in which helps out the team. My homes, my structured. He did it in a way that helps out the team. Yeah, that they're doing things in order to stay together so far because they saw themselves running back for a back-to-back Super Bowl. Now we're going to see who people we're going to see who who they believe really helped them win and get back to it. We're going to see it because it's not only down to the players, as we know. The organisation look at them and evaluate them and be like, whatever money that we're giving them, are they worth it? Like, have they earned what they've done? Like, so it's stuff like that. Are, are they are they going to see someone else out there and be like, oh, he could better suit his position and trade, or tell him your surplus of requirements, but we're going to get this free agent here. If it's down to the players, I think they most likely stay together. But we all know it's a business. Um, yeah. Sean McCoy yeah. was someone who was cut during twenty twenty. Yeah. And Kendall Fuller, I remember Kendall Fuller Fuller quite well. That's when they picked mm. up Clyde Edwards Alaire to replace um, Sean McCoy. It didn't seem like there were any big players that they let go, but we'll see how that changes. Apart from Suggs. Apart yeah. from Suggs, but that was old age. And especially with the salary cap situation, it seems that no one really knows what's going on, if it is going to go up or down or what's happening. I mm. guess we shall see. And the key will still be how well they will draft because those rookie contracts will help them go a long way if they can, because well, they're four-year contracts, most of them. They'll help a long way with the salary cap situation for them. Mm. Now, from do do you reckon how how far do you reckon Chiefs will go next year? I think I say this every year, but I think it's because I'm not imaginative or I'm too short to think who else can overtake them. But for for how many games was it? Literally up until the Super Bowl, there was no reason why people didn't think they wouldn't go back to back. So there's yeah. no reason, in theory, why they shouldn't be back there again next year. I am thinking people minimum, are saying run it back. I'm thinking minimum AFC game. Yeah, people are saying that it'll be running. It'll be the same Super Bowl next year. But obviously, we know that that's not how it works out. But it looks like it so far. That might be recency bias, but it looks like it. Do they get another buy? Because only one team that gets a buy. If they don't get ripped apart, I think they get a buy. So is that yes or no? Yeah, if they yeah, if they don't get ripped apart, so I think it's a yes. As of today, yeah. they're not ripped apart. So yeah. I, I think they, they take it, I think they use it as fuel again. So because they was they were close to back to back in as the favorites, in which everyone believed that they would back to back. That takes a different level of commitment. Like yeah. the the loafing that you should be experiencing right then is mad. Prior to this, their biggest um Adversity came in the AFC Championship game against New England with the mm-hmm. jumping off sides. And that that was their biggest adversity. And they dealt with it amazingly because the year after they won the thing, mm-hmm. they won the Super Bowl. Um, I guess when that happened as well, they also felt that it was an injustice. So that must have fueled them. Now that they were fairly whooped, and this is the first ever double-digit loss in Patrick Mahomes' NFL career, which yeah. is ridiculous. Um, we'll see how we'll see what that motivation does. Definitely is the possibility to implode though, one hundred percent. Like like we said, any rumblings? Like said haven't had any rumblings. There's been no smoke. Yeah, but like I've said before, um, that Super Bowl hangover under the losing team, 
I think is a, is obviously a hundred percent a lot worse than when you've won. You just said they're going to make the Super Bowl next year, though. Yeah, I did, but I think it has the possibility. Like, I think it's two extremes. There's a possibility for everything. You know, yeah, but not like not like just you know throwing out possibility. I think it really it really goes one of two ways, and I don't I don't know which is the decision that like there's there's a fork in the road somewhere this off season in which they make a decision, which either sends them back or they go to like the first round pick. Obviously, that's a bit extreme, but it's, I think it's that kind of drastic decision. But I don't know which bit is that decision, and the GM will have to figure that out. How much cap space do they have next year? Total cap liabilities, team cap space. Because some people are saying that they will never. Yeah, they got pe- pe- people space. said they'll never they'll never go to the Super Bowl again after that game. Yeah, that's just Keyshawn Johnson. Don't listen to Keyshawn Johnson. Um, that's funny, guys. I just saw the headline. Like, I'm not listening to this. Yeah, like. Maybe he had but, a good but, point, but, but I wasn't trying to But it can it. happen because things like that have happened yeah. in NFL history. That's the thing. Yeah, things no, like that you. have happened. You. But you, you, at the time, you never you never think it would happen because the team looks so strong. But I don't you think, just never see them there again. I also don't think anyone, and rightly so, hyped up anyone like quite like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Maybe the Chiefs as an organization completely ruined what they have built, a la Green Bay. But yeah. I, I feel a bit more confident in the Chiefs because even before all this, they were the Chiefs were a, spe- a respectable team with Alex Smith, and when it were a respectable franchise, nothing elite, but they were respectable. Mm-hmm. Now they've taken that leap. Going on to the other side, Tampa, what's what's the future saying for them? So next year, immediate on books, future on the books oh, God, for twenty twenty two, they've only got what well, for twenty twenty one they've got thirty players, and then for twenty twenty two they've only got seventeen players. Um, Tom Brady is signed up until 2021, I believe, on a base salary, or on a guaranteed salary of 25 mil. Pretty good. Next year, Tom Brady does not miss playoffs. Every year. That's something we know. Yeah, okay. I thought that was your board prediction. I'm like, no, oh. no. Every year. That's something we know. Tom Brady will be in the playoffs. They were looking at this upcoming year as the year we'll see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. This was yeah. meant to be his jetting practice year. Yeah. He won the Super Bowl yeah. in the year he was learning the offense. The year that quarterbacks struggle to know Bruce Arians' system Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. Next year, you should be scared. If you are in the NFC as a GM, you should be on every phone right now trying to get the best team you can, hitting the cap, paying a luxury tax, do something. Obviously, there's no luxury, luxury tax in the NFL, but you have to find a way to do something. Otherwise, your conference is going to be run by a 44-year-old man. Your conference, your league, your big boy league full of young players, young studs. Your only hope hope is a Patrick Mahomes whose team he just killed. Um, And just Florida to go batshit crazy. Uh, You want, because obviously they've been acting like there's no corona for forever. So what you need them to do is start infecting players from, from the jump. That's what you're hoping for. Wow, Joel. that's terrible. Um, I'm just looking at some of the free agents they got coming up. 
Funny enough, actually, we just spoke about Lashawn McCoy got being cut by the Chiefs last year. He's actually on the Tampa squad roster. I had no idea. Maybe yeah. I completely forgot about Lashawn McCoy's on the roster. The revenge game. The Lashawn McCoy revenge game. Yeah, with all those snaps he had in the Super Bowl, not that he cares. That's just, oh, yes, that was it, because this is now his second Super Bowl ring Super Bowl. with zero snaps. Yeah, mm. I know. Um, Does he go around bragging that he's a Super Bowl champion? Yes, multiple times. Like, he, he, he don't care. Well, I, I wouldn't care if I was him anyway. Um, so they've got Leonard Fournette as a free agent, Ndama Kinsu, Rob, Bronka- Rob Gronkowski, Levante David, Shaq Barrett. Those are some big players, impactful Ndama players. Kinsu, the one-time dirtiest player in the league, has now won a Super Bowl, by the way. Just side Fair down. play to him. Fair play. Just side down. Um, Gronk, you're assuming, will come back. Levante yep. David... They need to give him a bit of money. He's 31 now. I didn't realise he was 31. I thought he was, I thought Bro, he was a little younger. Don't give, don't pay me no. Jimmy Barrett. I didn't know see. how old Shaq Barrett was either. I didn't know he was this old. How old are you? 29. Late bloomer. Late bloomer. Um, how much would he's, he get He's someone you stays? can pay though. Shaq, okay, Shaq Barrett is the one you need to actually watch out for. How, how will that division a... end? How will that division end? Falcons, Panthers, Saints... Bucks. It's going to be Saints Bucks, but we still don't know if Drew Brees is retired. Oh, he, he, he retired. He's retired. My my sources tell me he's retired. My sources. <laughs> no, it's not about that. It's it's about what he what he means to the cap. Whether he's retired or not, it's not whether he plays. It's what he means for the money. I would love to see Jameis get in there and get the number one seed, and then just beat Tampa on the way to the playoffs. But we know that's not going to happen. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Joel. What? Is it him? I was just looking at 2022 free agents. Mm. Oh my days. There is one player who's currently in the Tampa Bay roster who's a free agent in 2022. He plays cornerback, played 0% of the snaps, so didn't get any snaps. Cornerback, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how can I say it without being bait? He's had quite a uh, colourful college career. Worth else to say, Florida State, East Mississippi, Auburn, Florida Atlantic. JF3. John Franklin III. He's a Super Bowl champion. Piss off. <laughs> wait, no, wait. Was he on the roster or was he practice squad? I think he was on the roster. I don't think he was practice squad. He was on the roster. He was on injury reserve. Oh, that's like, pain. It, it, it says here, it says here, he won the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Bucks. So I think he was on injury reserve, so I think he does get a ring as well. That is pain. And he's on contract for next year as well. His contract expires in 2022. John Franklin, the third, has got a Super Bowl. Let me go to his Wikipedia page. Yeah, Super that's the number Bowl one champion. fact finder, of course. Super Bowl champion and national champion, the BCS national champion, Super Bowl champion. He has won now at every <laughs> at every level, <laughs> apart from Juco. He didn't win at Juco, to be fair. But you know what? Yeah, he's the first EMCC last. He's the first last one Super player with a ring. Do you want to know his career stats? Uh, zero zero. Everything zero. Nope. Oh, one rushing attempt for eleven yards. Oh, yeah. This is amazing, bro. I don't think you quite understand this. Our last chance you play a... 
the year yeah, that they say that the year they say they're going to stop doing football and um, last chance you play I mean this, this is the first like bait one because I mentioned the Coat Rallin was a start off for the Jags and had played quite quite a bit for the Jags um, Ronald Olley was obviously featured on um, no, no, the Hard Knocks yeah uh, we don't know if there's like ones that weren't mentioned as much that may have been back off no, or something no no no, but, yeah. no, 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 no. anyway I guess now it's where all well in the NBA this is this is usually one of the funnest times where things just go batshit crazy with the draft and free agency things and with trades. Mm. The QB carousel sort of quietened down a little bit, but we're expecting Carson Wentz to happen soonish. And then whatever happens with Deshaun, mm. and then what happens with the draft and free agency. Like I say, Super Bowl week. Um I was hoping someone would try and steal the shine. They didn't normally that I don't know if the NFL offices just shut down for like the two weeks for other for anything else than the than the Super Bowl. Um because they're super busy and all that kind of stuff. Remember, they are people that have to, you know, organize this and make it run and all that fun stuff. But you know, I it'll start heating up again. I imagine all the salty GMs who are just upset they're not in the Super Bowl just doing all these trades, be like, oh, fuck you if, if we're not in it. We're yeah. still going to try and improve the team. Like, we don't care. They should, have all, they should have all coordinated an, an attack on, on our, our, our hijacking of the news. Because <laughs> technically, like I said, they can't officially trade until the end, until the next league year, which is March something. Mm. So... When is the draft? So none, none, none of these trades are official, but... They're done. The next big thing in the calendar is the draft, which is on the 29th of April. Oh, that feels like so long ago. Two months, or three months, let's say. Three months, Joel, until the yeah. next big calendar event. I'm really looking forward no, to the draft. No I always enjoy the draft. Pardon? I like the combine. I do like the combine. Yeah. Oh, they're not. They're not having it this year. Yeah. So it's not going to be a problem. So look out for um, a story similar to Gronk, in which someone fakes their workouts and turns out absolute trash when it comes to training camp. But then doing that, there's a lot of um, like late round picks that would have made it, and I'm not going to get a chance. So it's unfortunate. We thought that this year, but then we picked up James Robinson as a as a free agent. As a what's the word? Yeah, but you, you at least got to see him at the combine. I don't know if he was at the combine. No, but they had all those pro days and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know what the, what the pro days are looking like now with the travel over there. But oh well. well. But we were thinking that in terms of game time, is in like preseason and all that. But now remember, that we don't know there's going to be a preseason. There's definitely not an in-person combine, and we don't know the restrictions around pro days and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. We'll um, draft last that I forgot to mention when we were talking about Tom Brady. Can you guess how many passing yards he's got over his uh, Super Bowl career? Because we call it a Super Bowl career now. How many passing yards he's got in total over 10 games? 15,000. What? 1,500, sorry. Double that. He's got 3,000 yards in the Super Bowl. I thought, I thought they were just going to be low games, but yeah. He's got 3,000 yards in this. People don't get that in a fucking season. He got that. He's getting that in Super Bowls. People can't get that in a 16-game regular season. He's doing it at the most important. He's got 3,000 yards in 10 games in the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah, this guy has had a whole career, man. He I has had a whole career. 
you know how people say like when they made a soup it's like like oh my god you just don't even understand how hard it was to get there and just the amount we had to sacrifice and tom brady's like, tom brady's like huh? yeah fish please okay. fish please okay. <laughs> to me that's just another day in february that's just, that's an inconvenience like, <laughs> it's an inconvenience no, it's an inconvenience <laughs> no, he's, calendar. he's like yeah big man mm, i had that, I had that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, say, say swear say swear all right cool um he knows that that weekend's booked remember, up. He, has, remember, he has to remember, book holiday off for the yeah. second remember it's Remember, this guy is so dedicated to football that his marriage suffered. Remember that? Remember those times? I don't know too much about his personal life. I ain't going to get into it. I don't know. Nah, he was saying that. He was saying that um, it was a bit, it got a bit rocky for a time because he was that. And Tom Brady plays the whole season. He plays the entire season from he's telling me Giselle's pre-season like, one. He's telling me Giselle's like, who's this Vince you talk about in your sleep, huh? Who's this Vince? Vince Lombardi, <laughs> right? Are you supposed to be thinking about me? Who's Lombardi? Who's Lombardi? <laughs> you just, you just don't love me anymore. You just love Vince more than you love me. Okay, I see how it is. Oh, oh, oh one thing, one thing we didn't mention was um, it was uh, Bunting again. It was his live after the game, in which Brady was just in the everyone was celebrating going ham, and Brady was getting dressed like it was a he he just finished a, a uni game, and he yeah. was going home. He he finished an intercampus. After <laughs> I forgot what it's called, it's a mural match. After the seventh one, he's like, Yeah, okay, cool. Like, I've been there, done that seven, seven times. I struggle to count to seven. I'm like, One, two, three, four, five, six. Look how long it took me to count to seven. And the guy's done, Donnie's just done it like it ain't nothing. But uh, 30 seconds what was your favorite advert. I didn't watch any of them. Uh, Remember, I'm on, I'm on Sky. I looked. I looked them up after. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't, I didn't even do that ones. this year, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah. Anywho, I saw the Drake one. I saw. I saw the Drake. Um, I like the Will Ferrell one. one. The Will Ferrell one was really funny <laughs> uh, when they made fun of the Scandinavian countries or or Americans not knowing anything about Scandinavian countries. Anyway, I let you do the outro, as always. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our season. And as your inaugural first pioneer of a third Atlantic champion. Are you doing promo for coming to America too? Look at you racist there. (laughs) (laughs) Prince Akeem. Thank you. All right, Prince Akeem. Jealousy does not look good on you, Ed. It does not. Uh... I thank you for following us along, um, picking with us, watching me destroy Edison oh, it was week after week. I, I thank you. Um, obviously, next year we get bigger and better, but we, we're following this off-season intently. And as your Fernand Atlantic King, I thank you uh, for, uh, for just what you've given me. You know, the power to to lead and to be an example. I thank you. So, as your first season winner, I thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, good night. Peace. Sorry, sorry, I fell asleep. Sorry, what? Oh, we're done, Ed, because you weren't good. <laughs>